Hey, welcome to another episode of the Best Friends Discuss podcast. I'm your host, Mike, with my co-host, the guy that just coughed. Yep. Brad. Yeah, there you go. Uh -huh. sorry, sorry you caught that. This is my COVID kicking. Stop it. <laughs> We're going to get flagged. No, me having it doesn't flag it. <laughs> Any, never mind. Uh, Especially since I can't get it. We all know this. Yeah. I've tried. It's bullshit. <laughs> It's, it's really bullshit you've tried. That's the biggest thing is that you've attempted to get COVID. You've it can't happen. Yeah. Oh. It, it's like the episode of, of The Office where Rain Wilson is just like, I, I have a perfect immunity. In <laughs> fact, I want people to, to if you need to sneeze, direct it towards my face. I actually appreciate it. And so people just start sneezing yeah. in Rain Wilson's yeah. face. Oh, oh. S such yeah. a good show i feel like eventually like in the like n the next year i'm gonna be like i i think it's i could be wrong here correct me but like i'm thinking of like outbreak or something where i'm like patient zero that they could like take my blood and make the vaccine type of a thing like <laughs> sky can't get it there's something magical about his blood you know what i've always do you know your blood type i'm pretty sure it's O. is it yeah it that's a uh, universal donor or is that a B? No, it's universal. I just, I can't remember if I'm O or O negative. It would make way more sense for me to be O negative instead of a universal donor, just the universal taker. I was, <laughs> I was about to say just negative with your personality. Really <laughs> just matches you. I, so I don't know my blood type. Um, and I'm not against like giving away my blood, but uh, one of the things growing up I thought in my head was that what happens if I have special blood <laughs> and that my blood is going to be like the cure for something. Yeah. I've always thought that, which I know is silly, but, you know, not going to take my blood. So. Nice. That, well, was, that was it. That was, that, was the, <laughs> that was the anecdote I had. Awesome. Well, what are we doing today, Mike? <laughs> uh, we're... <laughs> um, we are going to record another episode of On the Streak, On a Streak, uh, episode seven, mm -hmm. if I remember right. Mm -hmm. uh, I am currently on a streak from the last episode. Uh, I have a streak of one mm -hmm. because you fucking saw Train to Busan. <laughs> so that pissed me off. So I'm on a streak of one. And Brad, I'm going to say it because I'm pretty sure uh, going back through the list um i i think last episode i said i've never got a perfect five that's incorrect i've actually got a perfect yeah, five you before. did you did uh but correct the record but i don't think i've ever gone past six or seven uh-huh i think so uh my goal is to get all five right now Ooh, ooh! i you want to switch over the thing and because I'm not <laughs> feeling good about this first one. Uh, so the theme, the theme, we have yeah. a theme. Yeah. Uh, the new Carnage or the new Venom trailer came out. Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. And Br Brad just watched it. Yeah. I liked it. You liked it? I liked it. I'm, I'm super excited for it. And so while I was picking my movies today, I saw two movies that had Tom, Tom Hardy in it. And I was like, hey. Tom Hardy's going to be in that new Venom movie. Sure and then is. I was like, hey, you know what? We both like uh, Woody Harrelson. You know what? I mean, who doesn't? Let's just make a Carnage episode. So 
uh, the movies that I've selected, uh, two of them will have Tom Hardy in it, and two of them will have Woody Harrelson in it. And that's it. That's that's the basis <laughs> of this episode. Uh, and and I, then you just threw in one wild card so you could have your international film. Well, I... You know, it's a theme. You know, you never fuck with tradition. So I have a, I have an international. Mm, with film. that one, you could. I have an international film, but it has nothing to do with, um, with uh, Woody Harrelson at all, or Tom Hardy, yeah. or, you know what? Or Carnage. You know, in this movie, there's quite a bit of Carnage. So. So keeping with the theme. So right. keeping with the theme, I guess. Um. So yeah, that's that's about it. But I'm gonna get all five right now. All right. You want to switch it over? Oh. oh. So my first movie is the international one. I figured I would just get it out of the way because I have a feeling you've seen this. <laughs> um, so my international film is The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And I've seen – so at first I watched the, the Americanized remake of it. Um, with Daniel Craig mm-hmm. and really enjoyed it. Loved the story. It actually makes me want to read the books. Um, loved the story of it. And I knew there was a, a international foreign film one of, of the series. And they actually did all, th- all three books. Yeah. Which made me even more interested. And so I, I spent some time and I actually watched through the entire trilogy. And I gotta say, the the Americanized one got a lot of grief uh, for it not being good. No joke. It's pretty much a shot for shot remake of of this film. Gotcha. Um. So so honestly, if you didn't want to just read all of the subtitles for the international film, you could probably just watch the Daniel Craig one. <laughs> In all honesty, the acting is pretty much the same. Um. But so I like Daniel Craig better. As the main, as uh, Michael, as 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 the main character, then I did the guy in this one, but I like the I like her more than I did Rooney Mara in in the American one. Gotcha. So I think she's way more awesome. She's in the movie. Um, her name's a uh, uh, Nomi Price, I think. Nomi or Naomi? Naomi. Why? Do you see her name? No, I was just wondering. You oh. said Nomi. That's what I said. Is it Nomi or Naomi? Uh, it's Numi, I think. It's N-O-O-M-I. Okay, well, it's international. I don't know. But she's in the movie, the Netflix movie, uh, What What Happened to Tuesday or What Happened to Monday or whatever, that clone movie. Yeah. 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 She's she's the lead. So, oh. Yeah. Right? Oh. Gotcha. Uh, she's also, if I remember right, she's also in, not Covenant, um, Prometheus. She's the main chicken Prometheus. Okay. So, so I like her as an actress. I don't really like Rooney Mara as an actress. I, I like her sister, but I don't necessarily care for Rooney. But I'll watch movies with her in it. Um, so anyway, I watched this. The international one, and I loved it. it. Like I said, it is both movies are very similar, and it makes me question if if how accurate it is to the books. Um, because what's funny is I watched the Cinema Sins 
for the Daniel Craig one and all of his complaints, I was like, I was like, um, they did the same thing in this one. So I don't know where your complaints are. So it makes me even more interested if it's accurate to the book. But basically the story is, um, Michael, I'll just simplify it, owns a newspaper company that falsely reported on, uh, someone of power basically. And he basically, or he, uh, gets charged for false reporting and all that jazz and, uh, you know, defaming someone's name and stuff. And then, uh, this rich guy hires him to find his long lost, uh, niece, uh, which is the lady in the portrait in the back. Um, and so he just has to like, it's an investigation of, of finding her and unraveling secrets and this and that. And he hires, uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Um, and she is a hacker who did a follow up report, uh, about Michael and, and their chemistry is really, really cool. And this movie is just, a it's just a good detective movie with a lot of twists and turns. So I guess if you wanted to, we could watch the trailer. I mean, doesn't matter to me. All right. Pause it. All right. So a few things for the trailer. I gotta say the trailer didn't do it for me. Uh, Okay, well, that's not up to you. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry, Brad. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'm just saying it was a weird trailer. I, well, whatever. Um, so a few things. Um, lost my train of thought. It had to do with Nazis. That's all I remember from my train of thought. Anyway, uh, we'll just move past that. Uh, Brad. Yeah. What did you think? Oh, I remember. Sorry. Fuck you, Brad. I'm going to say my thing. Uh, <laughs> um, so I really like the first one of the trilogy. I didn't really care for the second one of the trilogy, but the third one really brought me back to it. I don't know what it was about the second one. It dives more into her story, and I just just kind of was just like a, eh. But the third one, I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm back in. That's, that's what I want to say. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Anyways, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead anytime. I, I don't even remember what you asked. Uh, wh- what are your thoughts? What did you think? I, I mean, once again, you're right. The trailer didn't do anything. But I don't really care about that. So I've heard a lot of good things about the movie, though. Okay. I'm going to say I've heard a lot of things because I haven't seen it, Mike. That's a good thing. That is a good thing that for him. We're 50% there, people. Yeah. So you've heard good things. What I've good, things, good things, things do you no, remember just, I, that you've heard? No, I, I I don't remember everything that people have said. I've just heard good things like it's a good movie and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I'd be willing to watch it just because it's, it's a claim to be good. Yes. So you got to kind of. You know, you got to see it just to see how right they are. So in the CinemaSins one or the video for it was uh, was 
he was dogging on the whole investigation to find the the missing uh, niece. And I was just like, really? That's actually my favorite part about that movie was was the niece. Um, so. Yeah, it honestly, I think you would enjoy it. I really I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed both both of them because I thought how they went about investigating. Like like you never thought that the whole like typing on a computer like <laughs> one of the things they they dogged Daniel Craig for was he he just kept taking on and off his glasses, like moving them to his head and then bringing them down just to look at a computer and then seeing an image and then he lifts his glasses back up. It's really weird. But still good. Uh, I th- I think you will like this movie. So, so uh, is that a? Uh, it's a thumbs up right now. Yes, that means I'm at two. Please don't do that, dog. Go, go. You just had water and you dribble because your uh, mouth don't suction cup. Is that the one we're moving to? Yes, sir. It is. So my first um, Tom Hardy movie is called Lawless. It's uh, based on a true story. And it's about these three brothers who are growing up during the Prohibition era. Um, and they sell moonshine. And it has a really good cast, as you can see. It has Tom Hardy, Shia LaBeouf, which if you could get past Shia LaBeouf. I like Shia LaBeouf, so I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. So I like Shia LaBeouf, but he is such a punk <laughs> to, to like cops. Like I, I've seen videos of him just being a straight-up asshole cop. I don't care um but so yeah so tom hardy and shia labeouf are brothers along with jason clark who is uh i'm trying to think of a movie you've seen jason clark i don't really care um (laughs) uh has jessica chastain yeah it has gary oldman who basically plays a uh high profile mobster like al capone or to that degree and it uh also has guy pierce in it and i am a pretty big fan of guy pierce so who plays basically like a f not not a like an FBI agent, but similar to it, because uh, prohibition. Um, so basically, the story is that Tom Hardy is trying to run a business while also doing the moonshine on the side. Uh, Shia LaBeouf's the younger brother, and their whole shtick is that they can't die. Like their their family's blood won't allow them to die, which is just like a superstition, like. Uh, they talk about how like Jason Clark's character f- went to war and his whole like platoon got gunned down and he was the only survivor. So um, Shia LaBeouf is trying to kind of get under uh, f- uh, away from from his brothers, you know, out of out of their shadow. And he's distilling his own uh, moonshine with his buddy. Uh, Cricket, which is played by David DeHaan, who was the guy in... I don't really care. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> um, he was in that Metallica movie that uh, you probably never saw. Um, so, yeah. Other than that, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, 1910, 1920s, Prohibition, 1930s era mobsters. But uh, Tom Hardy plays a fucking badass who uh, I was watching it before you picked me up. And uh, someone's trying to stick up his brother for uh, Shia LaBeouf uh, uh, for his money. And and he comes out and he's like, you better just walk away. And he's like, he's like, or you could give me all your money. And he's like, see, I don't think I'm going to do that. And he's like, why not? And he just punches him in the face. 
guy goes down like a sack of potatoes and it it, it shows uh on tom hardy's knuckles is uh is um is uh brass knuckles and they're just seeping with blood and you're just like tom hardy you badass so uh that's that's all i could pretty much say about that all righty well then trailer time trailer time all right so i haven't seen this movie in quite some time i like i said i just started before you picked me up and one of the things that from the trailer i remembered was basically like i said shia labeouf is trying to get out from underneath his brother's business basically and start up his own thing to prove that he's his own man and he gets up with gary oldman who is the mobster and using his own moonshot so i i figure you got that from the trailer but i figure i would explain for the audience so uh brad what do you think i before you say anything i feel like you're gonna be one of those people that is like Oh, I don't like mobsters in probation area. I'm surprised you haven't heard me say that before, because I'm pretty sure I've told you that multiple times. I do not like old mobster movies, and this looks like shit to me. Damn it. I I figured I figured <laughs> that would happen and I but I was hoping that the cast alone would make you go, I would watch that. So I'm the guessing the cast isn't even that great to, for me. Yeah, like, like Tom Hardy. I like Shia LaBeouf, honestly. Gary Oldman's okay. Like to me, Gary Oldman's nothing special. Like I just see him in random movies. I'm like, oh, okay, Gary Oldman. Like to me, it's nothing that special. I'm a little bit offended that you don't like Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman's awesome. He did so many. This is, this is a true story. He did so many acting roles and played so many different parts within a short amount of time. And he method acts, by the way, uh, that he got so into each of the characters that he actually ended up losing his mind and had to go to a therapist that would like help him set him back to how he was. He's such a good actor. Like it like oh sound like he's pretty shitty if he can't fucking take himself out of a role. Yeah, Brad, go fuck yourself, first <laughs> of all, all right? <laughs> Gary Oldman's a great No, I'm not saying he's a bad actor. It's just I don't see anything. I'm not one of those like, oh my god, Gary Oldman. Like I yeah, okay, Gary Oldman's in it. Whatever. He's he's one of the greats. But you know what, whatever your opinion, you know, yeah. just just hurt you by feelings, all right? <laughs> god. Um but I haven't seen it, if that helps. Oh, good. That that does help. That's at least 50%. Yeah. So, Too bad uh, you're going to lose the other 50. Uh, so there's nothing from this movie that would actually like interest you in watching it? Not really. Okay. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. That's, uh, that's okay. I'll, I'll at least get the other three. <laughs> oh, God. I hate you. <laughs> All right. Well, damn. So I'm... I'm back to zero. Yep. Yep. Sure are. All right. So this movie. So by the way, both of my Woody Harrelson movies, I don't know if I mentioned this. I have not seen. At all? I I watched them today. Oh, okay. So you have seen them now. I I have seen them now. So the next movie is Friends with Benefits. Yeah. And Woody Harrelson plays more, not necessarily a side character, but he's obviously not like the 
two main people the that two are main on people the on there. poster here. Yeah. So it's friends with benefits with just JT, Justin Timberlake, <laughs> my boy. You know, he brought sexy back. Uh, and Mila Kunis, which is, I mean, l- Mila Kunis. I fucking love Mila Kunis. Yeah, I know. That's going to help sell this movie. So this is one of the movies that came out, no joke, like seven, seven months apart from another movie called No Strings Attached. They are literally like almost like seven, seven months apart from when they were released. So uh, I have not seen that movie either. Watch this one. Loved it. Loved it. It is so funny. And the reason I picked this one, other than Woody Harrelson, was uh, my brother-in-law, Nick, was uh, we were talking about the Carnage trailer. And he brought up this movie and was saying how uh, how funny Woody Harrelson's in uh is in this uh and he was telling me some of this stuff and i was like i'm in i'm gonna like even though i picked this movie for this i was gonna watch this movie anyway because of how you describe woody harrelson so justin timberlake works for a magazine company uh and uh mila kunis is a headhunter that that sought out justin timberlake to head this magazine okay Mm -hmm. woody harrelson plays the uh, he's, he plays the uh, sports article writer, and he's gay. <laughs> and <laughs> there are so many funny moments with, uh, with Woody Harrelson playing gay. And honestly, he plays it very well. It's so funny. So there's a moment where uh, Justin Timberlake and Woody Harrelson are playing basketball, and they get done, and they're like, you know, on a bench taking off their shoes and, and changing shorts and stuff like that, right? And... And Woody Harrelson's like, all right, I'm going to go. And then he gets up, walks over to the railing. This is set in New York, by the way. He walks over to the railing and where you can just see the ocean. And he just flips over the, the railing. And Justin Timberlake like, like freaks out and is like, oh, no. And he runs over. And he jumps into a boat. And and he's like, you own a boat? And he goes, yeah, I live all across you know the bay or whatever. And uh, I don't want to take a ferry. Like, unless they take me on a date and a little blowy here or there. <laughs> it, it was pretty funny. So, uh, so I mean, Woody Harrelson playing a funny-ass gay guy. If that doesn't sell you, I don't know what will. Um, but Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis are f- so good in this movie. There were several times I started laughing. Um, one of them, so basically they, oh, 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 by the way. So this is directed by the guy who did Easy A, you know, with Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. Guess who shows up for a little bit? That's right, Emma Stone. Guess who plays the her mother and his father? The parents from Easy A, Emma Stone's parents in Easy A, which I fucking loved. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. That was Stanley Tucci. Damn it. Well, that that really 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 <laughs> there's no wind in my sails wow. anymore i got so excited so the mom at least is in this oh. but anyway um so basically the, uh they both get dumped and he he's from la she's from new york he moves to uh new york and starts this job starts hanging out with me lacunas just because he's like new guy don't know a lot you know, I'm, I'm new here. Show me around. And she's like, yeah, sure. 
And then they kind of become friends. And then they watch this romance movie and they're like, this is bullshit. You know, we both just got done, blah, blah, blah. And then JT starts talking about uh, tennis and how people should just have sex like they're playing tennis. I don't know if it was like in reference to having uh, uh, Serena Williams there or or the ha, yeah, yeah, you know, kind of kind of stuff. But uh, but anyway, so they they basically like go with an agreement like they're just gonna have sex. They're not gonna put any emotion in it. You know, no cuddling afterwards. Just plain old. You have a hot body. You have a hot body. I brought sexy back. You are from the '70s show. Uh, you know, sex. Okay, and by God, it's <laughs> the sex scenes are really funny. You don't see anything other than their like asses, but um, so they're going through like like their whole like not turn offs or turn ons, but like Justin Timberlake is like, I have sex with my socks on. And she's like, that's okay. I find feet gross. I have daddy issues. And you're like, okay, cool. And then he says he says something about anytime he comes, he sneezes afterwards. <laughs> so there's a really funny part where they're just kind of like dry humpy on the couch. And he sneezes in Mila Kunis's face. And she goes, really? Already? And he goes, I'm just playing. <laughs> so, um... So in in the in the scene, uh, Justin Timberlake starts going down on Mila Kunis, and and she's like she's like a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, like you're not you're not digging a cave with your tongue, like you know, calm down there. And he just goes twister time. <laughs> it just it really made me laugh. It it tickled me. Oh. So yeah, um, but anyway, so they start, they you know go through the whole friends with benefits, no strings attached, and then uh, he invites her out to L.A. She gets to know his family, and then kind of devolves into they do have feelings and stuff, and and there's a whole thing with that. Um, I mean, obviously, it's a rom com. It's not really. I guess it is. Yeah, I guess it is. But it's a good one. There's uh, Mila Kunis finds out uh, some stuff about Justin Timberlake. Like, he had a stutter. And so when he gets nervous, he has a really bad stutter. And then he's also bad at math. And so he's just like, he's like, well, I'm six. Like, he's looking at this fence uh, uh, right outside the Hollywood sign. And he's like, he's like, let's see, I'm six feet and... That looks like about three of me, so so three times six, that's like ninety-two. And Mila Kunis just is like what? There's something wrong with you. Um and so she goes over, climbs the fence, and he's like he's like, You can't do this, like th- this is illegal. There's cameras. You know, the Hol- like uh, uh LA only has one thing, and that's a Hollywood sign. And also the Scientology church. And if these cameras are hooked up to the Scientology church, uh, I just want to apologize. That was a really bad joke. I I totally respect your guys' religion on science fiction. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it was it was honestly a joy to watch. I, I'm 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 happy I watched it. Uh, it it was a very funny movie. So 
if we want to watch the trailer. I, I feel like I don't need to. You, you just spent the last 20 minutes explaining the whole movie to me. Well, I had to fill the time since you were like, no to Lawless. You were just, blah, blah, prohibition, Gary Oldman, bad actor. <laughs> this, is what, this is what happens. I'm sorry. I've defeated you so much. Yeah. We'll be back. <laughs> all right all right brad what, what what do you what do you think you're super pumped about this movie yeah you're laughing the whole time a uh, dude I, you know what man i'm i personally like justin timberlake i think like i may not like his songs but i like him in movies i think he does a great job i think he's a very funny comedic actor uh and then mila kunis is just a goddess so i mean and Woody Harrelson. It's the only reason I watched the '70s show. I mean, yeah. So, but anyway, well, so so, what do you think? It's funny. It's funny because I was just putting two and two together. Because the other movie, No Strings Attached, right? Uh, that is basically this. Uh, has Natalie Portman and Ashton Kutcher, and it's weird that Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are married, and they did movies that are basically the same, seven months apart. Yeah. Weird. How serendipitous, yeah. if you will. Anyway, what are your thoughts? I mean, it looks pretty funny. Yeah. Oh. Uh huh. I can tell you it is. <laughs> well, thanks, Mike. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> oh, bam. <laughs> so, so, but what do you think? What do you What do you think? It's funny. Yeah. Looks Looks pretty funny. You son of a bitch! You've seen this. I have. I saw it two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Netflix. I had it on my list. I literally just saw it like two days ago, which is hilarious because you're talking about the whole like Scientology jumping the fence. I'm like, why didn't you bring up the whole like wrapped in a blanket being lifted off of the Hollywood sign, <laughs> or them him taking off his pants with his dad in the restaurant, and he's like, no, I'm good. We'll have the steak. Literally two days ago. I'm so mad. (laughs) Like every time he sees Woody Harrelson's character, every fucking time he walks in, he's like, still straight? (laughs) (laughs) You, I gotta tell you, you play that so fucking well that you're just like, oh, really? Is that what happens in the movie? Huh? That sounds interesting, as you already know everything that happens. God damn it. That's hilarious. You play your hand so well. You've seen it already. God yeah. damn it. Did you like it? I did like it. It was it was actually really good. Right? I was I'm I was, not a huge rom com. Like I don't mind them as long as they're done well. And yeah. this one was done actually really well. I now agree. obviously those two are going to get together at the end because that's the premise of every rom-com. It doesn't matter what it is. Those two will always get together. So, and how they like, like I'm a hopeless romantic, how they got together. I was like, that's awesome. The flash mob at the end. Yeah. The flash mob playing, you know, the song and stuff. Ah, and he got it all together by calling up her mom and having her mom in on it. And yeah. Okay. So you watch the trailer, right? That scene where it was her, absolutely not in the movie. Yeah, her mom is like riding another man dressed yeah. up as a pony. Uh, yeah, yeah, that wasn't in no, it. No, that wasn't in it. I didn't watch this, the special features, but okay. <laughs> Delia scenes. All right. So, um, damn, damn it. Yeah. So, so I'm not. I'm just. 
Like it, it was a good. Movie. Oh, no, it, was it was a good movie. movie. Which is that's why when you first brought it up and I was like, like you're like I'm gonna get all five. It wasn't for any of the other ones. It was this one. I literally saw this like two days ago. <sighs> Damn it! So on the ride here, by the way, and you're like two of them were Woody Harrelson. I almost said, God, I hope one of them's friends with benefits <laughs> because I'd literally just seen it. But I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna say anything just in case he picks a movie like that and I've already seen it. <laughs> Dude, dude, that just shows how much we are the same person. <laughs> that we watch the same movie two days apart. God, that's funny though. Oh, yeah. Like I said, man, you play your hand very well. That that shit's funny. All right. Well, I'm still at zero then. <laughs> Fuck. So the best I can do is get two. Man, I really hope you you say yes to to at least one of these. And hopefully it's the last one. All right. Let me collect myself. <laughs> so my next movie uh, is called Legend. And it is it has it stars Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy. They are twins. And uh, they are it's based on a true story of the Cray twins. Um, I don't remember their their first names. It's like Donald and Derry Goofy. or something. Sure, Donald and Goofy. Yeah, and uh, Emily Brown's in it, and basically it just goes through the story of of their they are um, British and they aren't necessarily mobsters, but they're like crime syndicates, and they're just trying to like be at the head of their crime syndicate. Um, I'm trying to think if this movie came out before Lawless or after Lawless. I think after Lawless. I don't remember this one as much, um, but. So, Tom Hardy without the glasses is, like, the main brother who is trying to keep the business going. Like, he's the brain. While the other brother with the glasses, Tom Hardy, uh, is more of the muscle. And I think he's gay. And so, there's a whole, like, dynamic of, like, uh, of him and men and stuff. Um, While the Tom Hardy without glasses really likes Emily Brown and uh, they basically tried to start a family while also, you know, dwelling into crime. Um, That's honestly all that I can remember from it. Uh, I think one of them dies or both of them (laughs) die. Perfect. But yeah, this one, it, it was a really cool concept having both Tom Hardy play both roles and it's something in movies that I actually enjoy a lot more uh, when they have twins where, you know, they just have them double up pretty much. You know, it's it's one of those things as a person who wants to direct, you see those shots and you're just like, oh, that's clearly not Tom Hardy. That's just the back of someone's head that looks like Tom Hardy. And it's those kind of shots that I actually enjoy movies uh like mark ruffalo's in a movie where he plays both the twins um what's the other movie shit i literally just had it in my head where they oh uh (laughs) it was a parent trap with Lindsay lohan (laughs) so so if (laughs) if you take anything away from this movie it's like it's like the rated r version of parent trap perfect (laughs) so yeah we'll do the trailer (laughs) 
So I, I I don't know if I've ever told you this. I have I have a problem with Tom Hardy. And it's it's that I can't fucking understand him in almost any fucking movie he's in. And it's almost infuriating. <laughs> so him as Bane, you're just like, the darkness. Like, that's all you hear, really, is just darkness. And it's like that in almost every fucking role yeah. he's in. I can't bloody understand him. He's American, right? No, he's British. Is he? Yeah, I think so. Looking at it. Yeah. You know what? Just hit X. We'll just go. Just hit X and. Or even if you want to transition, just go to yeah, his just, actual thing. Um. Anyway, so I can't fucking understand him. And I just remembered that the brother with the glasses, he's crazier than the other brother. And he also can't fucking talk. And he's just like, like, like he's fucking boss nass from uh, uh, Star Wars. Utapata. <laughs> I guess that's not really boss ass. It might be uh, not Boba Fett. Fuck. <laughs> what's uh, what's the what's the big lard guy who chained up slave Leia? Um, Boba? No, that's, that's not. That, that, you know, nope. you just said the yep. same thing. That's a that's a specialized drink. Um, fuck. Why can't I think of it? He's the slug looking guy. It's Jabba. Jabba the Hut. Jabba Hut. Jabba the Hut. You know how I remembered? I straight up just thought of what is the parody in Spaceballs? Pizza Hut. Pizza the Hut. Yeah. Jabba the Hut. Gotcha. That's how I worked that one out. But anyway, uh, did you find an answer for Tom? I did. He is English. That's what I thought. By the way, that Uh surprised me. So part of this, because this is going to be part of my answer. Okay. Because I have not seen this, Mike. Okay. 50%. 50%. He sounds like an American trying to do an English accent. Really? Like in that move, like in that trailer, that's what it sounds like. Like it sounds like a shitty American that like has no accent trying to fake an accent. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just that like one character or whatever that you're like, I just can't understand. I don't know if that's it, but it doesn't like sound like just an authentic English language. Yeah. So I kind of want to watch it just to hear like, oh, shitty ass like English. Oh, it's 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 not hot garbage. It, like because there obviously there's different English accents when you're in England. Like yeah, it's Cockney different dialects and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And I don't know where this movie takes place in in England. Um, but he it's he definitely does two different not necessarily accents, but he definitely changes up how he talks oh, absolutely. as both roles. Um. And so, like I said, like the the one with glasses is a little bit harder because he goes harder into that dialect. That's what I was talking about. Was yeah. was that one? And I don't know. Maybe it's him just trying to change his dialect or whatever. But yeah, it, to me, it sounds like a shitty American trying to do a fake That's accent. That's interesting. There are like two movies that I can actually kind of understand fucking Tom Hardy in, and one of them is is probably Venom. Yeah, I was going to say Venom. <laughs> Venom and a little bit of Mad Max. But then again, I fucking love Mad Max. So I, there is probably nothing I will say bad about yeah. Mad Max. Um, but uh, so he's actually in a couple of movies that I I am interested in watching. But I, I like I said, I literally had Lawless and then Legend 
right right underneath each other. By the way, I love how you pick two almost like identical like gangster movies just like 100 years apart. So, yeah. <laughs> so I really so honestly, if I were to give you these two movies, Legend and Lawless, I would go watch Legend. I I liked that movie a lot more than I did Lawless. Um just because it I feel like Lawless was a little bit slower. And this one at least carried more action. Um, and I like the story a little bit more. And I don't even care about that. Yeah, no. you just you just want two Tom Hardys? No. Oh. Um, but anyway, so he's in a lot of movies that I want to see. One of them uh, is called Locke, but uh, I haven't seen it. And I didn't want to present you movies that I haven't necessarily watched that I'm trying, like, I know I've done it before. I was going to say it hasn't stopped you before. I know it hasn't stopped me before, but like Locke, I couldn't. <clears throat> all I've heard is there's good stuff. Or there's also, is it Bronson is another one with Tom Hardy that I want to see. Uh, I just, again, I haven't seen it. But I wanted to give you at least two Tom Hardy movies I have seen. So, all right. So what are your thoughts on Legend? Like I said, I haven't seen it. I will tell you that flat out the storyline itself does not interest me at all. But does not interest me at all. It's once again, just it looks like another just gangster film. And I give two shits about gangster movies. Let me let me ask you this. Do you like Scarface? No. All right. I don't like Scarface. I don't like Godfather. I understand that they're like classics and people love them. But it's it's just that John. It's like Westerns. I fucking hate Westerns, too. There's very few Westerns that I'm like. All right, I like that. Very few. That's now, fair. I will say, I will watch it. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with the storyline. It has everything to do with, even in that trailer, there seems to be more wit. Yes. And I am drawn into, like, witty shows and, like, witty dialect more than I am, like, the mobster thing. Right. So, because it seems like it's smart, I'd be willing to watch it. If I remember right, it is somewhat smart. And I think like the fight scenes are kind of not necessarily close to Keensman, but <laughs> that's, I feel like I'm just comparing the two because they're both English. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I can't really but yeah. honor that. No. But. So I would see it for that reason though, man. All right. Would you count that then as, 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 I Seeing that point? trailer, yeah, I'd see it. Okay. Okay. But I would say just the storyline in general, it's not like something's like, oh, my God, I want to see Oh, my it. God, like, the Cray brothers. Yeah. yeah. Who cares? Okay. So, all right. So, that's one. Yeah. That's one. Hot damn. Guess what? Going to be two in a second. So, the next Or movie. is he, folks? Oh, boy. I really hope you haven't seen this movie. But if you have, this is right up your alley, by, by the way. This movie was f- not necessarily made for you, but it. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it because I enjoyed it. So when I was going through movies that had uh, Woody Harrelson in it, I came across this one. And I was like, that's a weird title, Wag the Dog. What the fuck is that? It's a stupid-ass title. But it, I watched it today great fucking movie i i loved it so um woody harrelson uh doesn't show up a ton in this 
but he's the fourth listed. So I would still chalk that up to it's a Woody Harrelson movie. Like, like, hear me out. Hear me out. It's not necessarily like this is absolutely more of a Robert. Or it's a, just a movie that Woody, Woody Harrelson's in. I mean, yes, but I mean, any movie that you are in is a blah, blah, blah movie. I would say this is more of a Robert De Niro movie, but it still has Woody Harrelson in it, and he plays a key role for the story. So, Woody Harrelson movie. But also, I couldn't pick movies that are like Zombieland, because I'm like... I mean, you could. You've seen them. So, no, not playing that game. So, this movie, the reason I picked it, because it follows a little bit of politics, and it actually reminded me of about the cur- the election that just happened, and how the media kind of twists things, and I was like, oh, oh, Brad would love this. He absolutely would. And so, I read the description of it, and I was like, you have me hooked. The title does not hook me. The description hooked me and i was like robert de niro you can't go wrong so i mean yeah there's that joker movie but whatever (laughs) (laughs) so this movie um is about how uh so the election is coming up in like 11 days and there's uh robert de niro's character gets called in to basically help ensure that the current sitting president gets reelected. Mm-hmm. And it's actually interesting. You don't actually see the sitting president's face at all. You kind of just get like back profiles and stuff. Um, so Robert De Niro comes in and uh, he goes down into the bunker into his safe room and stuff and starts talking about strategy and stuff. And uh, he's like, okay, here's, here's what we need to, to ensure that we get like a boost in ratings, right? Is what I need you to do is where's the president currently? And they're like in China. And he's like, okay, cool. Keep him there. Keep him on the ground for at least a day. Tell people that he's sick and then he's staying there. Okay. From there, I can work on this. And and he starts talking about like a B-23 bomber. And they're like, what B-23 bomber? And he goes, there is no B-23 bomber. Why are you bringing that up? And he's like, because you just brought it up. I, and he's like, he's like, the, currently there is no b23 bomber over uh over fuck what's the shit what's the not algiers um fuck um why can't i think of it god damn it i just watched it um he's like there's no b23 bomber over turkey or whatever it's definitely not turkey but it's close uh and they're like they're like but there is no B-23 bomber under Turkey. And he's like, that's good. Deny, deny, deny. And so he just basically comes up with this story and is just like, roll with it. That's straight up is why he's, he's just roll with it. Making a fake news theme to bump up the ratings and basically just turn the table on what people are, are writing in the news, right? So as he's trying to come up with this idea or following through with the idea, uh, it comes out that the president uh, basically like sexually assaulted a Firefly Girl Scout. And you're just like, ooh. But then Robert De Niro basically, again, flips the whole story 
and it, and people start talking about this war that we're about to go with uh, against Turkey or whatever the place. I'm so pissed that I can't think of it. Can you Google it? Because I'm looking like a fool. Um, so, so Robert De Niro goes to Dustin Hoffman's place, and Dustin Hoffman plays a producer, and they basically come up with this whole story of how uh, uh, America is going to go is going to war a fake war up against. Albania? Albania. That's what it was. It wasn't Algiers or Turkey. Albania. And there's this whole, like, they come up with a whole story. Honestly, it reminded me of when we come up with a story of how we're just kind of like, okay, how does this happen? How does this happen? How do we get to that spot? And they literally just go, how about this idea? And then they go, no, how about this idea? I like it. And it's exactly what we do. And so they basically came up with a story that they're, uh, is an Albanian terrorist group who has a nuke and they're like, no, we can't go with a nuke. They have a briefcase bomb and the briefcase bomb is currently in Canada and is going to get snuck over the borders from, uh, to, to have a U.S. attack with a briefcase bomb. And so then they go to a press conference and they're talking about, about, um, Albania and a B-23 bomber and the guy's like currently there is no B-23 bomber around there and the media is like oh there's probably a B-23 bomber above Albania and so it's just very cool how they just flip the story and you're just like oh shit like currently or what they did back in the media Mm -hmm. right and so they basically make this whole fake war they have they have a Woody Nelson's uh, is in this movie and he is the guy who's writing songs and so there, he wrote a song to kind of promote like like you know we're Americans we protect our borders and stuff uh, and then and then Dennis Leary's in it who's basically kind of coming up with like a costume like promotion items like signing with Nike and stuff like that right um, and then the president's adversary the guy who's trying to become president is basically like the war's over like like we're good like the, our borders are safe we're good and and robert de niro's like fuck he just ended the war and you're just like oh fuck like i can't believe he just did like a press conference and he ruined our fake war and so then they start strategizing what else and they're like act two we need a hero there's a hero behind enemy lines. And so they come up with this whole thing. They find this guy and there's a whole thing about like an old shoe. Uh, I don't remember how that got brought up, but then, so basically while Willie Nelson's uh, seeing this song with a, like a, a choir of people, they're just like, we're going to cut the song. We actually need a new song, something about an old boot or an old shoe. And so then they make up this song about an old shoe and they they basically find they call up the pentagon and they're like hey we need someone who who has the last name that kind of goes with shoe and so there's like shoemaker shoe shoemeister whatever they find a guy woody harrelson's character and they're like that's perfect we'll we'll put him he he he's uh behind enemy lines in in uh albania and they'll you know we'll solve that problem and so they they record this old song they 
they put into the hall of commerce or whatever the library and they're like they're like this song is going to be from 1939 or whatever so they just made a a new song an old song and then they released a photo of Woody Harrelson's character as a prisoner of war and the media starts going crazy and and uh, uh, Robert De Niro and Dustin Hoffman because of the whole campaign of old shoe is what they're called and or uh, they call him in his brigade is old shoe that's his nickname and so uh, they go to this neighborhood and they have old shoes tied together and they start throwing into like trees and and uh, power lines and and um, uh, light posts and and stuff like that and the country goes fucking crazy for for you know we got to get old shoe out of there and old shoes with us and and stuff like that and uh it's just it's crazy how it gets spun then they go pick up old shoe and uh from where he's at and they're like oh we'll, we'll just go pick him up we'll dump him in a hospital tell him we found him like we got him back from enemy lines stick him in the hospital we'll be golden turns out woody harrelson's character is a con convict uh when they called up for special programs, they thought they, uh, he said special prisons. And so Woody Harrelson is actually a prisoner uh, and he is not all there. And he has to take like this medication. And so he's just like, he's just like, just he's not right in the head. And they're like, oh, fuck. And then there's they were in nasty weather. The plane crash, the Woody Harrelson started trying to sleep with uh this like farmer's daughter and so the farmer runs in with a shotgun and shoots shoots him dustin hoffman comes in and he he's just like oh my god he's dead he's dead he looks in the room and he goes he's not dead and then you hear a and he goes scratch that <laughs> um and so then they have to spin how woody harrelson basically died and instead of a hero's welcome it was a basically a casket of the hero coming back and yeah so it was a it was a very good watch out of all these movies uh there would be two that i would highly recommend uh i mean other than obviously the uh girl with the dragon tattoo because you should obviously watch that but it would be uh friends with benefits so and <laughs> so thanks ass and then this movie i think you should watch this movie I think it's right up your alley. All right. So we could go ahead, go with the trailer. I've been talking enough. All right, Brad, what are your thoughts? I got to tell you, the trailers didn't sell it for me. And I'm really hoping that I sold it for you. I mean, you talk too much. Just putting that one out there. What? Yeah. What? You try to explain way too much of the movie. Yeah. Probably, but I'm very passionate about this. <laughs> and it's very fresh in my head. Like, there's a lot to say about it, so. I can tell. Just the difference between, like, Legend to this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I watched this and then watched Legend, like, seven <laughs> years ago. Yeah. I mean, it's better than me. It's been, like, 20. Since you watched this movie? No. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you've seen this movie? My mom took me out to see this because her friend worked for the Idaho Statesman, right? And so just the whole news cycle and everything else, she thought it would be really interesting. So, yeah. God damn it. God damn it. Hold on. No, you're done. Like, I, I'm sorry. You can end on a zero. I don't want to end I on a I know you zero. don't want to, but... I, I don't want to end on... I'm sorry, buddy. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Fuck. All right. God damn it. Oh. I was so I, excited. I, by the way, I completely forgot Woody Harrelson was in this. Yeah. It's been that long since yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. So, so what did you think of the the movie? Like, of what you remember of it? It's it's a good movie, right? Yeah, I mean, it seemed good back when I watched it. I do not remember much. Like, I probably should go back and rewatch it. Oh, it's fantastic. But I, like, honestly, like, there's a reason I saved this one for last. Was this was right up your alley? Yeah. Not you, only that, it's just politics, and you're just like, Brad. Well, he'll buy. Yeah. I mean, it's not even that. I I think it's a because. Come on now, you, you know me. You don't like war movies, and this was, or this isn't a war movie, but. No, I don't like World War II movies. Oh, well, you're also wrong, so whatever. God damn it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Fuck. buddy. Sorry, I don't want to end on a zero. I know you don't want to end on a but zero. I pr- but we should probably stop. I I know. But you know what? What? If people want to find out more about us, follow us anywhere that you can watch or listen to most of your podcast stuff. Spotify, Anchor, iTunes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. They If they want to support us, Everything. they can donate on uh, Anchor. I know, buddy. It's bullshit. I know. It's, it's all bullshit. It's all it's bullshit. bullshit. You want some ice cream? Yeah. Uh, Cookie dough. We also have merch spring.com forward slash stores slash best friends discuss good stuff like this sweatshirt like this one right here hey oh i feel bad i never wear the merch <laughs> i know i love the merch but i i need money to buy more and merch. i wear it all the time like yeah, especially You're since i always love like hoodies yeah oh so yeah. good uh they should also probably listen to our sister podcast dane and friends and go check out their youtube Dane and friends where they go, they're uh, doing the gameplay stuff. Yep. So, yep. Just had a recent one. Celeste, I think was the game they played. Celeste just came out and also uh, rogue warrior just also came out or rogue something. I don't know. It has a blue guy on it. Anyway, (laughs) whatever. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. I'm sorry. So pissed. I'm sorry. A fucking zero. (sighs) Hey man, now you've gone the whole gamut. You've, you ended on a five. You've ended on a zero. <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll be back, guys. Bye. <laughs>